Modern Animism Radio. I'm your host, Laura Giles. Thank you all for tuning in. We are almost to the spring equinox. Are you feeling the shift in energy? Are you a bit uncomfortable in this liminal space of uncertainty of not this and not that? We're going to talk about the spring equinox today, balance and chaos, and how it relates to spirituality. If life feels really tumultuous and you're looking for answers, stay tuned. First, let us acknowledge and thank the first ancestors. And if you're new to Pan Society, you might not know what I'm talking about. I'm referring to the elements, earth, air, fire, and water. Everything comes from these elements. When things go wrong or you get confused, you can always look to them or the wheel of life for guidance. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. The elements are uncorruptible and timeless, so they can always give you direction. All right, I acknowledge and thank the element of earth. Thank you for the strong foundation that you give us, our home here on earth, our bodies, and the roots that keep us anchored in our humanity, our spirit, our families, and to the earth itself. I acknowledge the element of air and thank you for our detachment so that we can view information logically and use it creatively to help ourselves and the rest of creation. I thank you for your ability to stay dispassionate and hope that you can lend us that quality as we hear people express opinions that we disagree with or don't understand. I acknowledge the element of fire and thank you for helping us purify and release that which is no longer relevant and step into our power to focus on things that are more in line with our purpose. I acknowledge the element of water and thank you for opening us up to the wisdom from the unconscious so that that which is hidden deep can come to our awareness. I ask that you cleanse and wash away impurities that don't help us to become healthier and more vibrant beings. I acknowledge and thank our loving helping ancestors who help us in so many ways that are seen and unseen and we just have to pay attention. I feel your presence so strong so thank you for being here. And I thank all of you our listeners who are old and new. We are growing. We've been responding to spiritual and practical questions about the coronavirus by putting up a lot of new content to help people feel safe connected and cared for. If you haven't been by the blog or YouTube channel, you might want to check those out or the Facebook page. More content is coming as you ask more questions and participate more. We also have uh, a live talking circle to help people get through their thoughts and feelings about COVID-19. So look for more things like that, more virtual things, I mean. If you want to observe um, social distancing, of course we all do, right? We'll still be here for each other, just reaching out virtually. So just let us know what you need. Uh, All your comments, likes, and shares help our various outlets to grow. Of course, reciprocity is one of our values. So if you receive any inspiration, help, or wisdom and want to give back, there's a donation button on the website at www.pansociety.net. We are supporter-funded, and we run into the red every single month. So donations help no matter how small. And if you want to drop us a huge donation, we'd be delighted about that. We take big ones too. So we're on the verge of the spring equinox. And this is a time when the male and female energies are equal. Or another way to say that is day and night are roughly the same length. So what's so special about that? Well, for one thing, we have balance. And that might seem like a great thing, right? Aren't we always talking about like work-life balance, work-home-life balance? The thing is, when we're exactly balanced, like the scales in the sign of Libra, it feels like a state of limbo. Humans don't actually like balance. We want to know where we stand. And we like labels and for things to be black or white. And equinox is not that. It's a space of becoming. 
it's not fully formed it's potential and it can be really uncomfortable people like safety we like what's known it's hard to step into something when we don't know what's on the other side is it death the boogeyman or an ice cream party the thing is we have to be willing to go into that unknown space to grow it's an act of faith when you stand at the crossroads you don't know where the roads lead even if you know that this road goes to London and that one goes to Casablanca you don't know what lies between the crossroads and your intended destination it requires faith to step out the longer you sit in the liminal space the more restless fearful ambiguous and uncomfortable you can feel because there's nothing there that tells you what's coming next and yet it's an important place to get comfortable with it happens often in life it happens eight times a year in the cycle of the year so I'm talking about holy days twice a day so twilight and dawn and often throughout your life as well we stand between being children and adults adults and elderly single and married non-parent and a parent alive and dead <laughs> the space between jobs is a liminal space anytime you let go of the monkey bars and you're reaching for that next one and not knowing if you actually get there you're in liminal space but most of us don't sit there and hang out and freak out we just keep going it's an act of trust so you've done this before and you can do it again and I know it's so tempting to quickly move to resolve it you want to feel comfortable and set again but I'm gonna dare you to sit in it in Chinese medicine this is a period of about two weeks between change of seasons and if you're energy sensitive I think you're gonna agree with that Chinese medicine take it's not over in a minute it's a process and this place challenges us to release our old selves and be reborn to do that we have to be our most vulnerable be willing to go into our anguish and uncertainty and also our strength and passion do we dare to see ourselves honestly to take a full real appraisal it's tempting to keep doing what we've always done I mean who doesn't end one job as a reporter only to get another one or a job as a teacher or whatever you know there's nothing wrong with that but it's not usually a growth move it's just maintaining the status quo in indigenous animus cultures there were rites of passage that were designed to ritually change us they took us through things doorways where if we went through we came out the other side changed these events are so important when kids don't have them and they don't they don't learn how to deal with the chaos of life when it shows up they don't shed their child skins to become fully functional adults and they can spend their whole lives in a place of woundedness if you look at social media today and the social media has shaped a lot of conversation particularly around mental health and narcissists we hear a lot of talk about narcissists this is one form of children being damaged during their childhoods and never breaking out rites of passage separate us from our parents so those apron strings are broken they help us to step into our sovereignty and strength they help us to know who we are and sometimes these rites of passage take us to the brink of death we see that as child abuse these days but in tribal societies that dependent upon strength for survival it was necessary for the survival of the tribe to have those dangerous life risking rites of passage and I'd say some sort of rite of passage that tests you and makes you face your fears and vulnerabilities is necessary to live in peace later when things pop up in life now that try us most of us break and we're the walking wounded it takes courage to actually evolve the earth is doing this right now watch her learn from her 
she's showing us right now in the spring at the equinox how to let the get through liminal space die and be reborn this morning i didn't have to be at work so early because my workload is literally cut in half during social distancing and the coronavirus so i went to a park and took a leisurely walk in the woods i was all alone in nature there was absolutely nobody there as i've said it's spring and things are starting to leaf out all around me i could see the space before rebirth the liminal space between life and death the young beech trees were still holding on to their dry crispy leaves from last year the buds on the trees hadn't yet burst into being. It wasn't quite spring, but it wasn't winter either. If nature's having trouble, she's not showing it. Year after year, she does what she does with courage and dignity. Some things die in the winter and return in a form that is different from the one that they last inhabited. Some seem to return in the same form. And that's what we need to learn to do. So coronavirus is the first major worldwide outbreak of a disease since the Spanish flu a hundred years ago. We're going to get through it. But the thing is that I'd like you to think about is how. Are we going to move through this in fear or in love? I'm not saying you can't be afraid. Death is scary. So maybe it's not a question of either or. Maybe it's a question of balance. So the equinox again. It's okay to be scared, but choose love too. You see, although everything experiences change because you can't stay in the middle space forever, not everything grows. Here's what I mean. You picture a bullseye in your mind's eye. You see a series of rings, right? There's a little one in the center that is surrounded by graduated sizes of bigger ones, right? If you're riding on any of those tracks, you're not changing. You're seeing the days get longer than shorter, but you aren't changing. The scenery is, but you're not. I'm hearing all kinds of people saying things like Mother Earth is mad at us or this is nature calling the herd and taking her revenge. I've heard people cry for mandatory vaccines and government control, this or that. And these are examples of fear talking. Everything's energy. Constricting, controlling, collapsing in, tightening up isn't creating order. It's not creating change. Sometimes we have to let what's falling apart go. Order has to follow chaos like day follows night. What's the Martin Luther King quote? Darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. And that's what I'm talking about. We're in chaos, but we don't get out of it by adding more masculine patriarchal control, restrictions, and fear. That just gives us more of the same thing in a different outfit because that's how we got here. That's what we have now. So we can't legislate, restrict, or control our way out. There has to be a willingness to blow up the wheel and start with something new. The earth doesn't stop fall or death from happening. It happens. It doesn't hold back. Every year, it happens. I've heard people say that corona has happened because we're living in opposition to nature, and I don't know if that's true. But I do know that nature is always the way out. It never steers you wrong. And from what I've seen from nature is that you don't get out of chaos by controlling it or moving away from it. You get out of it by going into it, looking at yourself, your way of moving in the world, your prejudices, your pain points, your relationships, and everything that is you, and ask yourself, is this me really? I use mandalas as one of my tools to help others and have been using them with myself. You see, I see myself as pretty calm, cool, and collected. I rarely get upset over anything, and the story that I tell myself is that it's because my ancestors have my back. I have resources, skills, and I accept things as they are without judgment, most of the time. 
Now, that may be the truth, or it could be a story that I tell myself to keep from being vulnerable. And I'll tell you this, though. The mandala doesn't lie, and that's why I'm using it. Going into liminal space and speaking with your ancestors or whomever you meet in the spirit world is another practice that doesn't lie. Dreams don't lie. I'm sure you have other techniques that don't lie. And that's where we have to go if we're going to find a way out of this together. That's the point, isn't it? What's the point if only some of us come out ahead? Or if only some of us come out enlightened? I'm hearing things from the indigenous communities talking about how we need to go back to the old ways. And let me tell you something. My heart breaks to see that the elders are the ones who are most impacted by this because you've heard me say that we need our elders. We need their wisdom and guidance. And so many of our older people are not elders. So to lose the ones who are is a blow we can't afford. I hear the sentiment that the virus will cull the herd, quote unquote, as if those who are dying deserve it because they're too old or immunocompromised. To that I say what Charles Dickens said in Scrooge. It may be that in the sight of heaven you are more worthless and less fit to live than millions like this poor man's child. Or maybe I am. Nobody can decide who's more worthy than somebody else. We all have a place here in this world, a special mission that only we can do. Only spirit decides who goes and who stays and when that happens. So these devices, us versus them types of conversations are the types of things that I'm talking about looking at. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm talking about me too. I'm always talking about me too. Trust me. Anything I'm saying, I'm thinking. <laughs> so if there is anything Corona has done for me, it's made me ask myself, who am I? I feel the wheels of the equinox turning. I feel the discomfort. And I want to go into the darkness. You know me, Scorpio rising. I liked it, that spooky blah place that most people avoid. And I want to go into that darkness so that I come out the other side in a spiral, not in the bullseye. And that's what these liminal spaces are for. They allow us to leap forward in understanding and evolve. They don't tend to be gentle transitions, but tumultuous hurricanes. If you've ever been to the beach, I know you've been tumbled by a wave. It's like that. You come out. You survive. It feels like you're going to die, but you don't. And they can shake you to the core and remake you totally. And this is truly the difference between the caterpillar and the butterfly. You know, as a caterpillar, you can't imagine what it's like to be a butterfly because you've never been there. And in the process of it, you can't even, you know, it's just not even something you can fathom. But look at the other side. Trust me, it's there. Look at nature. It tells you this. So if you look at the wheel of life, we're moving into the energy of air. And air wants us to think, be logical, creative, but dispassionate. And this is not about being uncaring, but fair and balanced. Air is about communication, so perhaps you reach out to each other. And communication isn't just talking, but listening. You can't be inspired if you don't listen. And inspiration helps us to get out of our rut and move to new places, right? And who's the archetype for spring? It's the magician. He wants us to transform, change shape. But he can also be an illusionist who creates the appearance of change without actually achieving it. So we have to be careful. I did a whole podcast on that last year, so I don't want to repeat it here. If you want more information about that, you can check the archives. I just put it out here so that if you're new to the wheel, you can get a taste of how it can guide us. Energies do change. They must. It's how life works. When you talk to people who have had a life-changing experience with plant medicine, 
it's not like some someone made, waved a magic wand and then their troubles and illnesses went away. Their stories are stories of transformation. They go into their blind spots, their fears, their lies, and face them. A part of them dies so that a new thing can be reborn. That's what the magi magician does. He makes that happen. If you hear stories of shamanic calls, it's not some bubblegum love and light journey. It's a terrible dismemberment where your whole life falls apart. Maybe you face actual death. Maybe it's an ego death. But the old you dies so that a new thing can be reborn. It's the story of the phoenix. That's what spring is. It's not the same old thing over and over again. Or it doesn't have to be a cycle of the same old thing. It could be renewal. So let it be. The energy's here. Why not ride the wave? We're on the edge of a precipice. We have the ability to go around the wheel again in the bullseye or to create something totally new, inclusive, loving, natural, and good. Are we the people to do that? Or do we need to transform first? You know, I can't say. But I know I'm looking at me. I'm doing my part. That's all I have control over. I want the things that I'm rebirthing to be a better version than what they were last spring. That's really what this time of year is all about, rebirthing. It's you 2.0 and it's me 2.0. If we all do this, we don't have to worry about what tomorrow will look like because we know it'll be something different than where we've been. And that's really the point. We can do Groundhog Day over and over again, or we can be reborn. And being reborn is hard. If you look at all the mythology around the harvest gods and John Barleycorn, the Green Man, Persephone and Demeter, and stories like that, you see suffering, grief, loss, and rebirth. It's not easy. It's not painless. But it's purposeful, and it's worth it. Life is a sacrifice. We're not meant to be soft and easy. I know each generation wants its children to have it a little easier than they did, and we've been really good about making sure that that happens. But those struggles are what makes us hardy enough to endure life. When the wind blows cold... When things are destroyed and we feel like we have nothing left, we've got to be able to look into our hearts and see the love and lo light that burns eternal. If we get lost in darkness and fear, we won't evolve. So don't fear. Trust. Order always follows chaos. That's how nature works. When you know that, it's a lot easier to go with the flow and trust. Now I say look to nature. Trust nature. Think of it as the pendulum. It swings, right? The equal part is the center, where it's neither to the right nor to the left. The stream, extremes are order and chaos. Neither stays. Order always disintegrates. Chaos always evolves into something with form. And this is going to pass too. It always does. And we have a choice of how we get there. Each one of us, one by one, contributes to the energy of tomorrow by showing up either in strength or weakness, love or fear. We can divide or we can stand together. We can be for ourselves or for the whole. So who are you? If you don't like who you are, who do you want to be? This time of year gives us tremendous energy to create that, whatever it is. So on that perky note, I hope that you are seeing the beautiful scenes that I am as I look outside my window. It's a wee bit cold today, but the sky is blue. The daffodils are dancing in the breeze, and we've got new chicks in the hen house. All the signs of spring are here. We've just got to get through this liminal space with our guts intact. Fortunately, it's a short period, so even though it may be tough, it doesn't last. And that's a blessing, right? 
So light a candle, say a prayer, create something, and enjoy the coming of the sun. Thanks for joining me on this edition of Modern Animism Radio. If you have questions or comments, I invite you to email me at laura at pansociety.net. Trust me, I do read everything and I listen and I learn so much from you. So please do contact, reach out, speak up. And please keep your questions and feedback coming. I'd love to hear about what you're doing for this holy day and how you navigate liminal space. If you'd like to donate now to support our show, go to the website at pansociety.net. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so that you'll be notified when the next podcast posts. And you can do that on iTunes or Twitter. You can also like us on Facebook. And so I appreciate you all tuning in. This is Laura Giles. I will see you next week. 